So I went to the doctor to get checked up. They like wanted to see how my medication is. And I was like, okay, I'd like to have a little bit of a cough if we could look into that and maybe check out this mole on my back. My girlfriend wants you to look at that, which I think I had them do like a year ago. And they were like, it's fine. But I was five minutes late. I was one minute late, but two people went in the door ahead of me. So you went to a dermatologist? No, a doctor's office. Oh, and just a regular guy. The people ahead of me could not get a hold of them by phone to schedule an appointment. So they took like six minutes discussing it with the lady while I stood behind them, already late for my appointment. And immediately the doctor's like, we don't have time to go into the coughing or the mole. We're just going to go over this stuff, which is crazy, dude. I'm already here. So you want me to reschedule the- and come in? We, I, we, I don't even care about these other things. Yeah. This is just so you guys will renew my prescription. And they did a blood draw, but that doesn't involve her. Right. And then she spends five minutes talking to me about quitting smoking. And it's like, but those five minutes, you could have looked into my cough and my mole. Yeah. And instead, it was not even, you need to quit smoking. It was when I was open to the idea of the patch. She's like, but only if you're ready. And then she gives me a speech about being ready. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. She's like, do you understand? She said, do you understand to me? Like, so many times. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, I'm tired, but do I seem stupid? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if that was a great story to open, but. No, I liked it. Oh, thank you very much. Well, I'm Jules. And I'm Jason. And we, we do in filmographies. On today's episode, we have the historical drama called Uprising. Uprising. Are you familiar with this movie other than watching this movie? Yeah, I remember them advertising it on NBC and okay. having no interest in watching it at all. I had a weird feeling going in that I was going to have a feeling that I had seen it, uh, but I only had the feeling that I felt like I, would, I, had, I was going to see it. I, I don't think I had seen this before. I very specifically remember avoiding it and being like, well, that doesn't look good. And it was okay. Was it, though? It got better. Did it? I think. That's nice. Uh, it's two hours and 57 minutes long. Yep. It's unrated. There's tits. You have a synopsis? <laughs> <laughs> I should have been ready for that. Uh-huh. I, and I knew you weren't. That's why I called you out on it. You know, while I was watching it, and once again thinking about how awful the world is and mm-hmm. how garbage people are, I was also more irritated with Kanye West than usual. Because <laughs> it's like, man, you fucking prick. Uh, yeah. You're just killing all these people. For anybody to be like, well, actually, whatever the fucking actual figure. I mean, it's an astronomical amount of people that were just murdered wholesale in like contemporary times. Yep. This isn't like, oh, we didn't you know, wash ourselves or have running water. We didn't know better. No. This was like just not too long ago. Yeah, 80 years ago? Mm-hmm. People that you knew were somehow impacted by this event. Without question. Your grandparents, yeah. the, the crazy little Nazi neighbor down the street. That you're the apt pupil of? <laughs> Quiet. Jews rise up in the Warsaw Ghetto God, against the Nazis in 1943. That's so- it. Was there venom in the word Jews? I always feel weird. I always feel like there's just some weird undertone to that word. Well, there is. It's like I mean, saying black, Of course, but exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a weird grouping. It's uncomfortable. It is. And I guess a lot of people use it in angry, mean ways, too. <laughs> so even if there's not a loaded feeling behind it, it's easy to still feel that. The tagline is... Uh, never serve coffee to strangers? Yeah. Damn. Apt. They did the one thing the Nazis never expected. They fought back. They uprised. They were defiant. This was filmed in Bratislava, Slovakia. Oh. Not Warsaw? Poland? I don't know that they'll let you do that. 
No. Oh, God, no. Apparently, it had a worldwide gross of $9,266. Oh, weird. So, they ran it at a couple theaters? What's that? In, what that is in... Yeah, I don't know. One theater? <laughs> it was directed by John Abnett, who had directed 27 other films, Fried Green Tomatoes, uh. and possibly the two greatest Al Pacino movies. The Devil Wears Prada and Call Me Jason. I said great. Oh. 88 Minutes and Righteous Kill. Which also has uh, De Niro. Mm-hmm. Eighty-eight minutes. That, is that the one where he dies? I believe where so. he gets ice picked. Uh, right around the eighty-seventh minute, I think. That movie was not very good. Mm-mm. But hey, man, that hurts. What when, the hell are you doing in here? No, the guy who stabs him in oh. the on the street. Like oh. a guy bumps into him and gives him the kill shot. Mm. He's like, "Hey, man, that hurt." Mm-hmm. And the guy just keeps going, and then he he dies at yeah. home. Like he stabs him in the liver or something. Hey, that hurt. I've been stabbed. He doesn't know he's been stabbed. I don't know it yet, though. No, he's just like, <laughs> somehow the guy hurt him. Uh-huh. I don't like know what that, he stabbed him with. Uh, it wasn't a knife. He's not bleeding everywhere. Like he's that, not aware he's been injured. He goes home and dies without realizing he's dying. Wrong movie. It was uh, also co-written by John Avnet, who did some other shit, writing-wise, and Paul Brickman, who had written Risky Business and True Crime. The Clint Eastwood movie or the other one? The Clint Eastwood movie. Okay. And the cast is, I mean, I don't even need to go down a list of the movies that these people have been in. We got Rada Mitchell, who looks really weird with super dark contacts. And dark hair. I think they had to go super dark on the contacts just to hide her natural eye color. Her Aryanness. Lily Sobieski. Why do you say it like that? That's how it's naturally pronounced. Is it really? I have no idea. Sobieski. Uh, she plays Tosia Altman. Hank Azaria plays Mordecai Anilwick. David Schwimmer with red hair. Light brown, but kind of red. They do his brows, too. He plays Yitzhak Zuckerman. At first, I didn't recognize him. And then I didn't recognize him when he was beat up. I was like, who's this guy? Ah, Yitzhak. You look like crap. We got Donald Sutherland. I don't know when he died. There's two people in this movie that are suddenly... I don't... They don't oh, show you don't them anymore. That? And I'm like, well, I guess I guess they killed them. You don't remember that? No. Do they show it? He poisons himself. Oh, is that when he's slamming that red cup? Mm-hmm. Do they show him dead after that? That's for a like a split, weird crossfade section. It looked like he was poisoning himself okay. on his desk. But it's like they intersplice it like over it's weird, but I think it right, right after the massacre that he's somehow maybe responsible for. Hard to say. Well, I think he's deeply ashamed of his involvement. <clears throat> Very much so, but he goes out like a bitch. Stephen Moyer. Wait, Soke, Soke, it's me, Vampire Bill. <laughs> That's Stephen Moyer. Vampire Bill from True Blood. I am Bill Compton. Though clearly, I am something more. Oh, I never watched True Blood. He Vampire Bill. I, I do know he's on there. Yeah. Soke, Soke. Soke, Soke. I'm a vampire. He was also in Ultraviolet. Lay in the dirt. He's in the worst movies possible. Well, he was also in 88 Minutes. <laughs> Did you look at his IMDb? It's garbage. But it's, it seems I mean, no like, offense to the guy. He worked. It seems like after he got cast in True Blood, he was just in like fours across the board. Four out of tens. He was an uncredited fighter pilot in Godzilla King of Monsters from 2019. Wow. I wonder if he like has some problems or something. He's he was, been in 72 movies. Yeah, but nothing good. Well, 72 projects. Nothing good. He was on a giant HBO... TV show. Yeah. He was also in an anime or something for it as well. 
and he was married to what's the girl's name? I didn't watch it. Soke. What's Soke's name? I uh, don't know what that means. Please. That's her name in the show. It's Claire Danes. No, <laughs> the girl with the gap who's in Margaret. The Margaret. The girl from Monkey Trouble. Thora Birch. No, it's not Thora Birch. I have n- none of these things mean English to me. God damn. Well, he was married to the star of True Blood that he was dating in the show and in real life. And they divorced, and he's only been in bad movies, so I'm just yeah. wondering. Soke. Soke. Don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll text pictures of... Oh, of course, Anna Paquin. Yeah. I'll text pictures of Vampire Bill the Jenny. Skarsgård's in there, too. I'll say it's me. Yeah, that's why everybody knows who he is. Oh, Joe Manganiello is in there as well. Yeah, he plays a werewolf. Really? Is he wolf out? He No, listen. They turn into wolves. Like dogs? They go, yep. Like... Sparkle? What is it called? Twilight. Twilight. But they're not big dogs. They're like regular sized wolves, dude. It's so stupid. Anywho. Oh no, we're getting off track. It's already late. Andy Neiman. What? He played Kalel Wasser. He's the guy from Ghost Story. Oh, I don't know. I think he was the 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 bad Jewish guy who's a cop that turns another Jewish. The guy looks like Saul Rubinek. He was in the Brothers Bloom and Ghost Story and Kick Ass too. Carrie Elwes. He plays Doctor Fritz Hippler. Did you like him in this? I did. Thought he was fine. I thought he was. The most interesting role. Really? There was a weird thing where he was like so voyeuristic and like sadistic, but there was something weird going on there that I liked. John Voigt. He's in here as well, yeah. He's... Remember when he bites Kramer's arm in Seinfeld? <laughs> he left perfect imprints. That he did. I, I do. He really does it, too. <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. <laughs> he just bites him. John Voigt. He just grabs him <laughs> with both hands. That picture is so good. But Kramer understood it. He said, I understand. I'm reaching in the car. Oh, it's justifiable. He thought I was going for his wallet. <laughs> John Boy, man. What a fucking trooper. <sighs> you know, he's a... Uh, Bad guy? Angela Jolie's father? Yeah, and they're estranged because he's she a fuck. She does not like him, yeah. No. She doesn't seem to like anybody, though. She doesn't. But it, maybe she gravitates towards bad people, and it's Hank not Azaria her fault. Hank is kind of buff in this movie. Yeah, at one point I said, Jennifer, does it look like he has big fat titties right now with, the, with those gun holsters over his tank top? His, his pecs look like big fat tits. I did not buy that he was starving in a ghetto. Um, I didn't buy any of these characters doing anything. I'm also like, what is David Schwimmer doing that he's able to just run around freely in the free zone? <sighs> right? He's in like the free zone or whatever. Maybe it's that reddish brown hair instead of jet black. Maybe. Dude, this movie. Here's some trivia. Ugh. Hank Azaria was uh, 36 during filming. Character that he played didn't live to be 25. He was a really poor choice to be the lead of this show. I was kind of like, oh, he's fine. I can't handle the accents, dude. But when he really, yes. I don't know what Polish Jewish people sounded like. Well, they definitely spoke Polish, I'll tell you that. In, <laughs> Not American yeah. with accents. So yeah, when they're doing their American, American English. <laughs> English dialogue, it's with a very heavy Jewish accent. And it makes me uncomfortable. It's mainly because it's actors you recognize from other things mm-hmm. doing accents you know they don't have. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Gross. It was like watching Chernobyl because you know it's like Russian or at least they, they, you know, they speak Russian. But like some dudes are doing a Russian accent while speaking English. Some dudes are just doing their English accent, native. I mean, they don't explain it, and I guess they don't need to, but it just it feels weird. But it basically, you know, it's like the, the Germans are up to no good. Yep. Kids are stealing tomatoes. Things are mostly kind of okay. Stuff simmering. Yeah, it's fine. It's fun. It's lively. You later learn that that boy is the son of the 
musician who they save. Does he? When does he die though? He must die. Does he get gas? He goes on the trains. Oh yeah, he wants. Yep. Okay. We see him on the trains, and I assume a majority of those folks. That's when they just start gassing people, right? Yeah, most people that make because they're taking them to the camps die. Because it starts with the the Nazis invade Poland and they just steamroll everybody, and they're in charge now. And they're like, okay, Jews, we're going to put you in these ghettos for now. Yeah. Right. Which is true, because they will be there for now, Jules, <laughs> until they board the trains. Yeah, that is very true. And this slowly, they start rationing food, and uh, they're just If you leave the back, ghetto, they will kill you. They're pulling back the layers of humanity. Yeah. Yeah, if you leave, they'll kill you, but Lily Sobieski, she goes over to sell her ware. Constantly. Constantly. It's not even like, hush, hush. Her dad's like, oh, yes, good luck over there. They, they will the, kill you yeah, if the they find like, you. Go take off your armband and just go over there. There's like bread lines. They beat up a guy because he's in the Aryan bread line, even though he's arm in arm with Lily, who they give bread to, but then they take it later. The guy stomps it. Yeah, he goes, hey, get out of here. You don't deserve this. But my father is sick. I don't give a shit. Why are you talking back to the fucking Nazi? Get the fuck out. Because they don't know. They don't know how awful they are yet. No, and my problem with stuff like this is, like, throughout the beginning, throughout the first hour of the movie, I think it's the same corpse that we see on the street. Okay. At one point, we see a lady laying on the street, and then people are, like, taking her clothes, and then later we see a dead woman's corpse nude on the street, and a guy, like, covers her with a newspaper, and it immediately blows away, mm-hmm. and... I think that's supposed to be the same person. I mean, if that was reality, it's far more insane to have lived that than to see it in just some TV. Is it a TV movie? It is a TV movie. Because they must have been, be able to get away with the nudity because it's historical. Yeah. Same thing as being able to run Schindler's List unedited. Which Ford presented. So here's the thing. Unless you have a really good take, we didn't need any more Holocaust movies after Schindler's List. Well... And I said the same thing, except it's not a Holocaust movie. It's, well, okay. It's just a, I mean, there there are holo, there is a Holocaust going on eventually yeah. throughout the movie, but this is more of just a, a war movie, I guess. An internment movie. You know, be, because they're beating them up, they're mistreating them. I feel like this happens in Schindler's List, too, though. I mean, you eventually spend a well, ton of time at the camps. Yeah, but with Schindler, he's buying them to keep them out of the concentration camp this is like pre-concentration camp it leads to that that's that's when the final straw is oh they gassed thousands of women and children and the guy says and that's when hank azaria is like all right enough of this bullshit my beef with this movie is it's extremely depressing subject matter Mm -hmm. if you're gonna be an extremely depressing movie be good yeah i want this to be personalized i really want to care about the people Mm -hmm. i don't want wide shots of a city street and people walking around i want it to be intimate shots this needed to be like a green grass yeah that's that's when that sort of style is appropriate where you want to feel like the camera is nervous because everybody would be nervous. At any moment, a guy can just blow you away. Yeah. Because he's drunk or because he just... You don't matter. Guy. Yeah, you're, right. they can kill you at any time. But instead, every single shot looks like an episode of Law & Order. 100%. It's... Yeah. It's... I don't know. Like, there's there's one scene later in the movie where uh, Hank Azaria is reunited with his squad. And he goes to hug the other guy, who I thought was a different actor. It wasn't that actor. And there's a guy standing in the way, and he quickly, like, ducks down. 
to avoid the embrace. The guy just like ducks down real quick to get out of the way. And it's just like, you, you kept that shot? Do a different take. Say, hey, this guy was in the way. Get him out of there. Instead of having this awkward thing happen and they just leave it in there. So this movie's three hours long, right? Roughly, yeah. We could have spent some time with these characters to maybe love them mm-hmm. before they go through this hell. Instead, you get like one and a half minutes just following that little boy, and then things start to go to shit. They don't really have personalities, any of them. They're just mm-hmm. beaten down. I kind of feel like we maybe didn't need to spend so much time with Donald Sutherland. No. We don't need to see that there were diplomats trying to you know, carve out some path of survival we know where that goes you know we just needed to see if it's going to be hank azaria fine we needed to spend a ton of time with him where sort of in the periphery we see these things happening and then it slowly infects his life i think the problem with these movies is that they just can't really show you how atrocious it got and i feel like it's it being three hours, it is both uh, too long and too short. Like they're, it, they're giving you too much of exactly what happened. It just checks off the boxes. Yeah, for like German each soldiers event going throwing through. furniture out of windows. Check. I fucking hate it. Guys being lined up and shot. Check. I was not interested in watching this movie at all, mm-hmm. and within two minutes, I said, fuck. What did I, you watch it on? Did you just rip it? Nobody's got This isn't floating <laughs> around. I had to rent it on YouTube. Okay, so I'm assuming it's the same cut where, I guess, where there would have been commercials. Yeah, it goes to black. It just goes seconds. to black. For an extended, right, very long time. It it, it doesn't, it seems like at some points, it, knowing that this was filmed for television gives you the advantage of knowing when to expect or anticipate a commercial break. But sometimes it just felt like it just happens. You don't need to give us the black. It no. Scenes change in movies. You can just go yeah. to the next scene. But but not only that, it just felt like, okay, this one felt like they set it up for a break. This one, it just felt like it just hits you, like an ill-timed Hulu commercial or something. This should have been a much more exciting movie. And then the movie ends. What you want? And I'm like, damn. No, that was the end of part one. Part one. Of two. It just feels like, I mean, I get the intent is to say, you know, never forget. Yeah. Right? But you're not showing me anything new. No. And you're not... It's at the least same with, awful things that I've already seen. I don't want to go through this again. At least with Schindler's List, we spend a good chunk of time with Ray Fiennes. So you're in this uncomfortable position of being intimate with this character who's a monster. Yeah. Here, John Voight is just like a nervous guy who doesn't want to fail and not hit his quota. He's good, though. He's good. I mean, I'm not saying he's bad, but... No, no, I'm with you 100%. I was just surprised that John Voight, I felt, was the best actor in the whole batch. Why didn't anybody snipe him when he brought his desk up? Great question. I mean, he's just right there. I think there were two really incredible shots in this whole production. Okay. The first one, obviously, is when the tank is marching in, when John Voight is putting on like a roughly like a, a parade, like a North Korean show of force kind of parade. He's not invading the ghetto or going to kill anybody. He's just having the troops march through, and he's got a couple tanks going through, which, uh, of course, historical accuracy is out the window. I guess they didn't have those type of tanks. But the shot is looking at the tank directly down in the middle of the street, and it like turns 180 degrees, sort of just follow the tank without actually moving along with it. I thought that was really cool. And when Hank Azaria is first going into the sewers, the camera is looking at him through the ladder he's climbing down, and it follows him the length of the ladder. I hadn't seen a shot like that before. 
where you're watching the guy actually climb down the ladder, but it's smoothly transitioning with him. I thought that was pretty cool. It's the best you got to say about the movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Lily Sobieski, she strips. Uh, she's covering her privates. It didn't feel... It just didn't feel menacing. The guy's ogling her, but I don't know. There was never any... I mean, David Schwimmer gets beat up, and Hank Azaria gets beat up a little bit when he's captured, but it doesn't feel like they're in as bad of times as it probably was. Correct. It seems, like you said earlier, there should just be people dropping like flies all around because they view you as subhuman. It is not a problem to just smoke you guys wherever you are. Mm -hmm. And instead, they're antagonizing the Nazis occasionally. They Mm -hmm. talk shit to them. And there's never this feeling like any of these people are going to get shot in the head at any time. No, because when some of the women give up when when that baby's crying, you know, the Nazis got the baby. It's like 30 days a night. <sighs> using the baby to try to remember i wanted to talk about this because that baby is really crying mm-hmm. that's that's like a three-year-old yeah they, they did something to it yeah to make it cry and then they dunk that other baby they drop it in the water and you yeah. see its panicked face yeah that was super nuts that's man. awful but so that lady running around with the rope attached to her waist tossing molotov cocktails yeah. that's about the dumbest shit i I've thought john seen. white was gonna be like shoot her yeah he's just watching her what's up with these nazis too man i mean i guess that they're spread out all over but like they didn't really roll with a lot of people when they were like oh the warsaw ghetto is a problem yeah here's 40 troops in one tank i would think you would swarm them with a lot of people they drop like one bomb from an airplane two go by only one drops a bomb just yeah just scorch fucking earth that shit if you really want to do it man so much money went into this movie too they you pump can like smell the money car exhaust in at the very end there which is i'm that's what you think they're doing that's like very obviously like concentration camp uh, gas oh just coming from a truck i thought they just hooked a hose up to a truck i mean they might have been using that to push it in but it was a chemical that they shook in there and then put like a liquid in it's like it's it's probably like a cyanide gas that they're pumping in because people are dropping they're not like getting sleepy and trying to get away it's like people are dropping dead when they're in clouds of it that that's for sure that's that's what kills hank azaria and rada so I, at one point I just realized Hank hey, right? Azaria was gone because that guy finally comes back the, and he the, says everybody's gone Kazik? Vampire Bill Snooky. yeah he goes I know that one she's dead everybody's dead I'm like well where's Hank we don't see him well, last we see him he's diehard crawling on the ground they just all died in the sewer I guess Lily didn't she said a couple others got out and then we see them all get out and join them or whatever but that's another thing they're in a position where she can reunite with him and carry him towards the sewer that he came out of but there's no there should just be nazis everywhere stormtroopers everywhere how about when she's climbing over the wall with the barbed wire and there you see the the nazis over here walking by and then the kid's like stay there and gets the pipe here's a pipe helps her get around the barbed wire am i the kid you gave money to earlier yep okay stole his food but he's also the kid with the tomatoes yep that's that he looks like a young adam driver he reminds me of five from uh, umbrella academy anything a little more profound than that so i mean it's just it almost feels like that obligatory world war ii nazi jewish movie Mm -hmm. we're just going to do these things you know are occurred things are getting worse things are getting worse we're showing factoids as the movie progresses no we're killing like one person here one person there in the streets Mm -hmm. because hank azaria gets kidnapped or captured when he tries to cross the border and they take him to a place and it's just a guy beating him up he leg sweeps the guy and takes his gun and then they cut to him running through the, through the snow getting away that's that's it you just that's all you do uh, okay i guess 
I feel like everybody making this is like, this is a very important movie. I bet you Hank Azaria even now is like, that movie meant something. Yeah. Because there was the ballet dancer who, in order to not be conscripted into work labor, they busted her leg because they aren't taking disabled folk. Remember Jenny going, I'm a dancer. Jenny was like, why'd they do that? And I was like, I don't know. And we see her limping a little bit later. And then she gets shot. I mean, I liked the revolt. I liked... Some of the cat and mouse. I was surprised when they were killing the Nazis. They were like, blowing the shit out of those Nazis. I was like, good job. However, there's a lot of them. I don't know how much we're actually getting done here. That's just it. They, they can devote endless waves of yeah. But Nazis. at the same time, I guess I would much rather go out killing a bunch of Nazis sure. than just getting on a train and going. Well, and so then it ends, and they say awkwardly that... Carrie Elway's character was found to be not guilty. His of grandmother anything. was Jewish. Oh, and he got so they stripped out? him of his SSS, his SS rank, SSSSS, his SSSSS. I. So yeah. And and but then yeah, when they were doing the the war crime trials, they were like, we can't charge him with anything. I don't know if he went on to do like Hollywood movies or i highly doubt it i think the only people that did anything after this is the people that hid their identities really well the people that got purchased by the u.s government to work Mm -hmm. work for them operation paperclip i liked when they were doing the movie depicting their jewishness they put like a huge menorah yeah candelabra on his desk and light it are you aware that there is a rather large candelabra on your desk yes i'm aware and are you aware that wax is dripping all over your work Yes, I see that. Then if I may ask, why would you have a large candelabra on your desk if it drips wax all over your work? I have it, Nathan, because it is good for the picture. Stop. And then they're like, no, Jewish people move their hands when they talk. <laughs> they show that video later where he's moving his hands. Yeah. Yeah, man, I mean, Lily's good, I guess. Is she, though? I mean, the character, the thing is, is... She's okay. She just always says that dour look on her face, and you don't really have any feelings. Yeah, there really isn't much to go off of for any of them no i like david schwimmer there was a really good part where he's demanding guns and he's he's pretty forceful we must have arms we must have explosives we must have something other than our fists and and bricks and our unbreakable will immediately you take no risk and if you fail to act our blood will be on your hands. But he, he doesn't get the guns. I thought Schwimmer was, yeah, he was better than some of them mm-hmm. in here. Hank Azaria, man. Is he it, fucking is it? sucks, man. I can't stand listening to him do voices, because that's what he does. He does the voices. Yeah. So that just makes us feel cheap. Is there like a dirge of Jewish male actors? Like, why would you get Hank Azaria? Yeah, no, that, okay, so I thought... Was he coming off the birdcage? I mean, what's going on here? Oh, that's a good question. Well, this is 2000, maybe. 2001, I, don't I think. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, were any of the cast members Jewish? It seemed like not really. Obviously, just, Rada Mitchell isn't. I don't like this movie. I didn't think it was entertaining. It's, it's very long. It's just, it is, it exists. I watched one hour, and then I watched 20 minutes, and then I watched the rest. And I kept doing things to delay watching the last hour and 20 minutes of it. <laughs> I would just be like, hey, Jenny, you want to talk about something? The last hour and 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll go have a cigarette or something. Uh, yeah. I watched I, it in one sitting. I can't believe you did that to yourself. I think I finished it about 1230 at night. I didn't think you'd make it all the way through it, to be honest. I didn't either. I'm like, I better at least start this. because And I'm you not... were getting drunk, too. I slammed a, a little thing of whiskey with vanilla. Honey. 
I didn't do the vanilla. I was sitting there like, I have not taken a hard shot in 10 years. We're just texting each other pictures of our little alcohol piles. I drank it then, and uh, I said, boy, that's my stomach is warm. Then I slammed some beer. I had I didn't have it in the picture, but I had a 1919. Ah, rich beer. And I had some double stuff. Oreos. Uh huh. I've been eating those lately. They're good. They're once you have a double stuff Oreo. Regular Oreos are garbage. I was getting the golden Oreos for a while. Are those good? I like them a lot. I don't like the regular Oreos. Oreos get crazy, man. They had like a watermelon one. The birthday cake ones are good too. They have soft ones now. Yeah, I don't want to do that. They're just bigger. But I, I accidentally got the regular Oreos one time after mm-hmm. eating double stuff. It's like, what is wrong with these? I feel like I'm being ripped off what's happening we got a maybe an aldi one the aldi brand or trader joe brand Mm -hmm. and those fuckers were enormous i'm like there's no way this is the same amount of cream that a double stuff comes with i'm not crazy this seems like a tremendous amount of cream and sure enough they aren't double the cream it's like 1.7 times as much cream but it's the perfect amount of cream in that double stuff Okay. I love them, man. I do things here. Yeah. When I think about... Or is this Jules and Jason talk snacks? <laughs> Jujats? Jujats? Jason and Jules talk snacks on the internet. So, Uprising is not that good. No, who's going to watch this? A, a high school history teacher is going to play this for his kids. I'm not going to watch Defiance, but I imagine Defiance would be better than this. Oh, shit. You got James Bond. Did you see that? No. No. It keeps popping up whenever, because I liked the TV show slash video game Defiance. Yeah. And every time I search, of course, it's got James Bond in it. So, you know, I'd give this movie a 3.5. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to rate this, man. I mean, basically, based on my own experience sitting through this three hour movie and getting no joy out of it, I would give it a two. I don't think that's everybody's experience. I don't think you should take my rating (laughs) and be like, this is a two of a movie. It was a two for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big Saving Private Ryan fan. Oh, really? I mean, I I saw it in the theater and never again. It's a fine movie. It was whatever. amazing in the theater. It was one of the most exciting movies I've ever seen. A Jewish uprising versus the Nazis. I mean, that's, yeah, I like that. Good job. I'm glad you got them. But they just couldn't sell it. And Rada Mitchell, man, she was so distracting. Really? For me, yeah. Oh, I didn't feel that. I said, where's my baby? Baby, come back. <laughs> <laughs> she's been such a wild filmography i actually yeah. what I, I would give rada like a good they didn't let her do much i don't know i'd give her like a six and a half maybe a sure. seven she when they actually like gave her lines to say mm-hmm. i felt like she was good i yeah. felt like her facial acting and speed under the circumstances there within she was her good. accent was just as thick as everyone else's yeah she convinced me that she liked hank azaria which i think is definitely a six caliber performance he's a good looking guy oh you don't think hank azaria is good looking he's fine i have like a hard time buying him as a real person because he's always doing those goddamn voices but i think he's good looking yeah i don't know man i thought david schwimmer was fine you forget motherfuckers are in this movie you know you go 45 minutes and then you see david schwimmer and you're like oh wait what is he doing who is who is this why is he with this lady here i remember thinking john voigt was really good in this and then there's another scene where like another nazi's going on and on next to voight and kind of threatening him mm-hmm. and i'm like well is he better than this nazi over here mm-hmm. are they better is it just like the subtle eye acting the shame that he seems to feel that he's not doing as good of a job as he wants to i mean he's very much john voight in here thanks so. the things that i see him doing he does a thing with his eyes where i think he portrays too much 
uh, worry. He's just telegraphing it. Well, if he fucks up, he's going to get killed, and he sure, does get killed. Sure, but you got to be fucking cool, You got to be boy. cool. Easy action. I don't, yeah, I don't think the confidence really buys you any in this. It's all result-based. I did like when that guy burst in. I think it's the same scene you just mentioned. And John Voight's almost like sitting on the floor and maybe like lounging against the seat of a sofa. He's like real relaxed. And the guy comes in and he shoots up and he buttons his collar up. Hell, Hitler. Hi, Hitler. That is so fucking gross hearing him say that. They don't pop that off that much, but when they do, you're like, oh, yeah. (sighs) And then it just leads me to wonder, like, because everybody's like, oh, I talked to the Fuhrer today. And I'm just like, did anybody really know him? You know, he just strikes me as like a, a Wizard of Oz character. You just get like notes passed or some lady says something that he said to some guy just you know a game of telephone but he always just struck me as just this i don't know i mean i guess you got to be like severely removed from reality to be that guy to convince people that yeah we're just gonna murder this group of people and th- and everything is gonna be cool after that dude i mean i listen hey everybody i have i i know nothing about this subject at all mm. but Hitler was a politician, mm-hmm. and I think this is what the people wanted to hear. This is the angle he took, sure. and he whipped himself up into a frenzy, yeah. and everybody responded to the frenzy, and that's probably how all this shit happened. You know, it's it's an early example of the, because they were able to record a lot of his stuff. Yeah, the speeches and that stuff. That sort of cult of personality, right, where I know what's wrong, I know how to fix it. I'm not even going to really touch on the nitty-gritty of it. Mm-hmm. Just they're subhuman, and we're just going to kill them. Man, they always go for that subhuman angle. They do. And Carrie mentions that when the guy's wa- when John Voight's watching when the guy when John Voight's watching his film or whatever, and he's just like, "It's repetition." Oh yeah, just I remember keep this. saying it, and eventually it just becomes the case. Short and concise. Don't make it overly complicated. Just right. Keep hitting it because early on we don't really see too many interactions with average people against the jewish population mm-hmm. but then eventually it's just like dirty jurette just like some random guy on the street just spitting on them Ugh. i think he's jewish there's guys like kidnapping people to to extort them otherwise they would turn them in as jews whether or not they actually are jews it's impressive how you just keep taking step after step after step after step until you're not even a human being anymore you're just a fucking monster killing everybody you're just you just took 10 steps you're too just many. You're there for a rally, and the next thing you know, you're kicking in the window of the U.S. Capitol <laughs> and taking a dump on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I mean, this is how that shit happens. Yeah. You just... That's the same playbook. Charismatic voice say the things that nobody with a self-respecting uh, sensibility would say, mm-hmm. and then the people who think those things, it's now okay to act on those things. And if they hear it enough, even people who maybe initially aren't like that, mm-hmm. if they hear it enough and they're feeling bad about enough things, fucking triggers them. And they're on yeah. board now too. Especially if it's against a group of people that I'm assuming were insular, kind of just kept to their close-knit community. Sure. So if you don't know them. I'm ostracized from them. I hate them now. I've lived to see a Jewish defense in the ghetto in all its greatness and glory. I think the people have gotten their money's worth. And they are aware we don't like the movie. 27 minutes of this is probably not even about the movie. Correct. It's just a nothing burger. Yep. <laughs> we gave it a score. <sighs> we, we did. We gave Rada a score. I, I think, think you just said sure to my number. I don't know the actually. What was your number? number? I don't even remember. 6.5? That's 
perfect. Okay. That's exactly what I was giving it. So, you know, check us out on the gram and all that. We, we'll be your friend on Instagram. You can talk to us. We do in filmographies. Yeah, we do. I mean, you do. You, I do. You interact with people and I like it. Yeah, if they want to talk to me, I'll talk to them. You and then sometimes there. I'll tell people whose podcasts I like. I'm like, yeah. hey, I found your podcast adding people. I really like it. They look old. Thanks, man. Yeah, you're a polite hot boy. Yeah, I do be polite. And we get we get some elderly folk thirsting on our pictures. and On Facebook, we get a lot of old people. I That's think they're just cool. like, good for them. Like where they're grandchildren or something. Hey, you know what? We got a hotline. 763-634-1897. You can find us on Reddit, Facebook, Gmail. Mm -hmm. We do in filmographies at gmail.com. Yeah. YouTube, do filmographies on Twitter. (laughs) This is the I have to pee so much. Um, We'll see you next week with Jules' pick. What is it? Oh, it's going to be a surprise. What? It's cuffs. Sight for sore eyes. So are you. And Julian? He's our best marksman.